Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Welcome. This is Carla Blaha, host of Believe and Listen here at Blog Talk Radio. Today, I'm going to be doing a podcast about chakras and the chakra centers. So thank you for joining us. And I have a special treat as Tina Conroy, intuitive teacher and spiritual Reiki master and a lot of other things, is going to join us and help us decipher what the chakras do, how they do it, and how we can make them do it better. So thank you, Tina, for joining us. Thank you, Carla. I'm so excited to be here with you. Great. I'm going to brag about you for a minute. Just let me do that so everyone knows who you are. (laughs) So you are an intuitive, a spiritual teacher, a Reiki master, but you are also the host of the Intuitive Woman podcast. So that's a successful podcast that you've been doing for quite a while for women, and that's kind of how I got to know you. So I wanted to have you on because I know though you do a lot of different types of modalities and healings, that chakra is one of your favorite things. So if I could just share a little bit with those listeners about your life, um, I'm going to do that before we begin, just so they get an idea of who you are. Um, Tina comes from a spiritual background, um, just genetically and naturally. Her grandmother had had some gifts. She inherited those from her uh, prophetic dreams and visions. Tina is a therapeutic touch practitioner, an angel and oracle card reader, an IET practitioner, yoga and meditation teacher. She teaches online and individual courses and does readings virtually. Her goal for the past two decades has been to help women develop intuition to create a more spiritual life. And although men need help too, we all do, there's a special touch and nuance that I think women have um, and or need their intuition bolstered in a different way than a man. So we've got Tina out there you know, putting up the pom-poms for us ladies. So let's see what she can do for us today. Tina, chakras, okay, we talked about this one other time, that it's a little bit of a trendy word, and it's popular, but we like that. Um, But I think a lot of people, as you said to me once, just say, oh, clear my chakras, clear my chakras, and they might not actually know what they're asking you to do, albeit nothing invasive or intrusive. I don't think the average person has a really good grasp on what the chakra systems are. And, you know, briefly, I'll just say that they're energy centers in the body. We deal mainly with seven, although there are a lot more, but we tend to concern ourselves with the seven. And they all affect us physically, mentally, and emotionally. So I'm going to ask you, Tina, if you don't mind, to give a brief description of the importance of them and give some clarity on what they are for those that want their chakras cleared. Absolutely. And thank you once again, Carla. I, I always love uh, chatting with you and I loved having you as the guest on my podcast. So thank you for having me on as well. Are you welcome. The chakras, oh, you're welcome. The chakras are, so it's a Sanskrit word, which means wheel or disc. And I believe they found that from the energy, they're saying they're energy centers, they are energy centers. And like you just said, they hold information. And I like to think of them as little information computers. They hold information physically, emotionally, and spiritually for the person and their lifetime. And I believe it goes back in history that um, 
ancient, uh, you know, seers would see these spinning discs as an intuitive. Mm-hmm. And it, to share with you, I see them, and I had shared with you offline, I see them as coils on top of a stove, so a, a burner, and those coils are turning in a clockwise direction. And when they're turning in a clockwise direction, they're free and they're flowing and they're open. And when they're not free and flowing and open, they're sort of stuck. Um, they may either be sluggish or not turning at all or sometimes just, just kind of uh, maybe even going the other way. So we're always working on getting aligned, and we're always working on having our chakras cleared. And, yes, I hear that a lot. Please clear my chakras. My chakras are blah, 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 blah. And as wonderful as it is, I think you're absolutely right, Carla. I don't think people really know what the chakras are, but it is a buzzword. So the chakras are energy centers, like I said. And if you look up the chakras or you look at pictures or images, they look like these little colors on the body. And we're talking about the seven main chakras, but they're not just dots on the body that start with the base of the spine to the crown of the head. They're three-dimensional. They're within the body. Now, you can't physically see a chakra. You can't open a body and see a chakra, but this is held energy centers. And we are looking to be aligned and balanced in our chakras. And the chakras are off just due to many different things. They may be off due to an injury. They may be off due to an emotional situation. They could be off with the way your health is. And so when I see the chakras, I clairvoyantly see them when I do energy treatments and also in readings, I do intuitive readings, and they really give me information on what's going on for that person. You know, I find that, you know, very interesting because um, we've also discussed this in the past. They are just a plethora of information, the chakras. And I had shared with you once that in, in, in doing readings with somebody or more, you know, people, you will and you will find that in your healing. You'll come across somebody who say their root chakra seems to be either for me, it would be overworked where they're stressed and it's vibrating too high or underworked and sluggish or just quite jammed. And if I see that in the root chakra, I automatically know that they are having problems in the earthly things like home, money, family, job. So I'll say, you know, do the reading and say, so I'm, you know, your problem lies within X, Y, and Z. And, and sure enough, they're always having, you know, they're moving, they're changing jobs, they're going through a divorce. It will show up. Now, one of the things that I find is with the clearing, you know, the buzzwords of clear my chakras you do not need your chakras clear just for traumatic events like a divorce or a difficult event like a move. Your chakras can get thrown off. I always tell people you can be in a traffic jam and your th- chakras can get thrown off. Uh, shopping malls at the holidays are, to me, a, you know, a major trigger for the chakras being thrown off. So, you, you know, people don't need to wait until there's a traumatic event that occurs it helps in all over body healing. Don't you agree, Tina? I do agree. And I, I like the way you say that because I say this all the time to people. So it's like changing the oil in your car. Don't wait till your car seizes. Get the oil <laughs> changed on a regular basis, right? I mean, it's so true. This is preventative, you know, preventative. And so you're absolutely right. We don't have to wait for a traumatic uh, situation for us to go and, you know, balance our chakras and get the chakras cleared. You're absolutely right. Something can throw us off. I could be, you know, throughout even at a 24-hour period. So I love that because it's very true. It's very, very true. And for me, actually, what I do 
every day that I read, and I read just about every day. I mean, there's, I'm probably throwing my chakras off by not actually taking days off. But every day before I begin readings, without fail, the way for me to prepare is to run a light through my body, and I'll have you explain how you clear them later. Um, I'm not going to let you do the big description, but I run a light through my body to the ground and then run it back up into the universe, clearing each chakra, picturing, you know, this wheel of light for me or ceiling fan, or, you know, you have the best description for them. (laughs) Um, So I do it every single day, Tina, because of the work that I'm in. So I don't think that, you know, regular people need to go and get them cleared every day, but I love the oil change example. I'm going to be using that. So I'm just going to ask you out of curiosity, because you do this work and you probably do a lot more other people clearing of chakras than I do, um, how often do you clear your own chakras or do you feel you need them cleared due to the work you do? I do them on an everyday basis, but you I do, do them. Uh-huh. I do. And I'll do them visually like you do as well, but mm-hmm. I'll also run the, run my energy. So since I use a lot of Reiki and energy, I'll use uh, what I call run my energy. So I'll actually, every day I have a daily spiritual routine. I place my hands on, and I'll do different positions and I'll visualize because that's one of my strongest Claire, the clairvoyance. So I'll visualize mm-hmm. and then I'll also mm-hmm. use the energy, the Reiki energy to go through the chakras. So I'll literally put my hands on the first chakra, second chakra, kind of move up the body. And um, sometimes I'll just place my hands on my heart, honestly, because the heart is the bridge between the upper and lower chakras. And I'll just run my energy kind of up and down. You know, we call it earth energy and heaven energy or above and below. And, um, you know, that, that really is the way I do it. Uh, I don't always think like, oh, I'm going to clear my chakras, but I'm always clearing and balancing. Mm. So I'm not always thinking like, oh, am I clearing my chakras? But because I'm running my energy, because I'm staying spiritually connected. The other part for me, and I really try to do this, and, you know, I'm not 100% great on it after long days, is I make sure I clear my physical body at the end of the day. So, you know, as we're speaking, mm-hmm. I have a couple more clients this evening. And when I get home, I will, you know, jump into a shower or a, you know, a salt scrub. And I'll literally visualize that my body is clearing of other people's energy. And I think that's because I'm with other people's energy, even though I've disconnected. And even when I do readings, I disconnect the cords. But it's another ritual for me that I am my, you are you, and we have clearance. You know, we're, we're good to go. And I like to do it at the end of the night. Um, another way I've mm-hmm. done that, and I can, whoever's speaking that are healers, is sometimes I don't, you know, honestly get into a full body of water. But what I'll do is I have this ritual little spray concoction that I've made, essential oils, and I'll spray the bottom of my feet very ritualistically, kind of pat them dry, and then cozy into bed. Because I feel the bottom of your feet are so important. It's like the grounding and it's the connection to earth. So if I even can't get into a full body of water, I will do that to the bottom of my feet. It's very ritualistic. And then I'll kind of just say my prayer and then go to bed. So there's always something for me to close the day. And so that's another way that I kind of clear. You know, the bottom of the feet is an interesting point, And that's what the listeners should also realize they can, I often take just Epsom salts, although I do have a bath and I do exactly the same thing, but I can just put my feet 
in the Epsom salts bath and then mm-hmm. rinse the bottom of my feet because it is such a major conductor and you're picking up. And the Earth's energy is great, but you're also picking up everything, especially, like I said, the crowded shopping mall at the holidays. You're picking up everything. So the average person, I'm not suggesting they don't go to healers for um, their chakras clear. They, they definitely should. I feel that when someone else does it on me, somehow I feel like it's better than when I do it. But there are things that people, you know, just, you know, it's not what we have in our head. If someone else blow dries my hair, it might look better than if I do it. You know, I don't know. But I, I think that there are things and tips that we can give listeners on how to clear their chakras. Because since each and every chakra matches physically, mentally, and emotionally to something in their life. I always go to the throat uh, chakra, as you know, because that's one of my personal examples to me of how when our chakras are not cleared over, you know, decades or a period of time, things can happen. So the throat chakra is connected to expressive and receptive communication, right? It's one of the two chakras that is receptive and expressive. It's connected to the thyroid and the glands in the throat. So physical, mental, and emotional things, communication. So if you do not communicate or you think you communicate, but then you hold in the real important stuff, your thyroid can be affected, right? We've got Hashimoto's everywhere. People have tons of thyroid issues, right? I mean, it's running rampant. And I think if the throat chakra was cleared out for more people and kept vibrating in a healthy manner, you wouldn't see some of the illnesses that, you know, I had my own problem with my thyroid, which was completely unexpected. Um, and shocked me because I thought I did express very well, but I realized after um, needing surgery that I probably had not expressed several things that were deep-rooted. So that's an area for me that I know I need to keep clean and clear and running. So for the you know human beings out there that are listening and are having problems, whether it be um, migraines in your head or different things, Clearing your chakras not only will heal you, help to heal you, I mean, not necessarily in place of a doctor, we're not suggesting that, but it will help heal you, but it also, and, you know, I'll have Latina talk about this for a minute too, it absolutely raises your sixth sense. If your chakras are cleared and you're vibrating at a high rate, your intuition is going to be much better. You will be much clearer and make better decisions on a daily basis, and the law of attraction will work better, everything will do better if your chakras are cleared. What do you think, Tina? No, I absolutely agree. And I think the one thing for the listeners to know also, there's, there's so much we could talk about, but is that every chakra has balanced attribute and an imbalanced attribute. So let's go to the throat chakra, which is the fifth chakra, right? So your balanced attribute is communication. And then your imbalanced attribute would be shy and withdrawn. So there's like, Mm. it's like a, it's like negative, right? And then there's also what they call the therapy for the chakras. So this would be, you could call it like clearing. Obviously you can go to a healer um, or an intuitive to help clear, but for the fifth chakra would be singing. So these are things you'd want to do if it's off balance, singing, chanting, toning, which is different tone and meaningful discussion. So if you knew, um, and this is kind of how I kind of help a little bit of my clients. So if I, if we went through a session and I also did a reading or, you know, it comes, it comes in different ways for me, I would say, you know, we'll talk about it. And then I'll say, I want to give you some tools now. What can you do to continue? We just did a great balancing, a great clearing, but now what can you do to work on? Because then they're going away with something that they can be aware and work on. 
you know, again, it's not that they're never going to come back to a healer to work on it, but I know my throat chakra is a, is a piece that I've always had to work on. You know, as a young kid, I never was able to speak up and, you know, or be heard. And so I'm, I know that's one of my issues, right? And so I always have to work with, I work a lot with sound and I do a lot of chanting because I know that that will enhance my chakra. That, that's a great point. Um, and I'd forgotten you're actually helping me because though I know this, I haven't been the best practice. You know, I don't practice what I preach all the time. And though my communication is better, everything you said as far as singing, although I am not the best voice, so I tend not to sing when anybody's around. But otherwise, I do. It's the same with if your root chakra's clogged, under or overactive, whatever the case may be. Going out, walking, running, jogging, going up a few flights of steps. I used to have people do that all the time. And until this moment that you brought that up, I'm realizing I'm kind of myself personally slacking off in that area. So thanks for that. <laughs> that was very helpful. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of wondering, well, if there's, I mean, I know we told them a little bit, but if there's a listener out there that, you know, is hearing us and thinking, okay, so how can I do this? And I know you said you run energy through your body. Is there a exercise? I know I have one that, like I said, I use, I could give more detail about it. An exercise that you could possibly um, give someone so they could do a clearing on themselves that would take them anywhere from, I mean, you know, just a couple of minutes. They could do it in a long period of time or short period of time, but whether it's the white light or whatever you do, just something so they can maybe finish this podcast and say, I'm going to give that a try. I'm going to go clear my chakras because yeah. I want to increase my vibe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just how you did the light. So I think you have that. And, and I love the light as well. One of the ones that I love is really from Sanskrit, from the, um, you know, the, my yoga background. And so each chakra has a word. So I'll kind of go through it. And if you listen to this, you can always listen again and jot it down. So your first chakra is the root chakra. It's earth physical identity and oriented to self-preservation. So the affirmation or the chant that you want to say is I live. So what you would say is you would focus, close your eyes, focus on the first chakra and say, I live, I live, I live. So I do it three times because three times is always our special number. And then you move up to the second chakra, which is your navel, your sacral, and it's water, emotional identity, oriented in self-gratification. And then you would say to yourself, I create, I create, I create. Obviously, you could do this, move your hands at the same time or just close your eyes and say the words. Then you move up to the solar plexus, and it is the fire, ego identity, and oriented to self-definition, and it is I know, I know, I know. And then moving up to the heart, um, anahata, they call it, right? So the, the heart chakra, it's air, social identity, and oriented to self-acceptance, and it's I love. And you would say that three times. As you move up to the throat chakra, it is sound, creative identity, oriented to self-expression, and the word is I speak. And then as we move up to the third eye, it is light, archetypal identity, and oriented to self-reflection. It is I perceive. That's the whole third eye. And then the crown chakra is thought, universal identity, oriented to self-knowledge, and it is I am. So I like that because you're creating a mantra. You're saying it three times. You can say it out loud, which really clears a lot of the sound and healing. And then you can also move your hands if you feel called. But you're just moving from the base up, and those, each mantra and each chakra has a 
you know, has a seed sound, has a mantra. So that's one I like as well. I love that because that's very concrete. If you take that and combine it with a light, um, I tend to use a white light. Some people will use a gold light, um, whatever works. I think you could probably use purple. You could probably use green. But I like, for me, I use a white light. If you take that exercise and then run a white light visually from way above your head in a ball. Now, some people who are not visual, you can picture a garden hose running water. I just picture a flow of white light, but either works. From the top of your head or from the root, you can go from the ground and go up as well. I happen to do mine from the top, but I know that people, some do it from the ground and bring the light up, and that would be a red light from the earth. And run that up while you're in each chakra, saying that that mantra, if you will. I love the three times. That is our special number, yes. And do that three times and then clear them out and while you're saying that, right, we're going to go with your amazing explanation of the electrical coils on a stove of the chakras in those, each color, red and the orange and so on, all the way to the top. If you picture those coils clear while saying that out loud and visualizing, I mean, that is a full-blown chakra clearing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and it may sound like a lot, but it really is only picturing, saying. It's really two things. And I would suggest that. If people think, oh, my gosh, that's too much, it, it, it isn't. Believe me, you can do it very, very easily. Do just the one. Do what Tina said. Do the words to start or do the light to start and then combine them. Your body will naturally feel better. And I should mention this, and you know you're going to agree with me on this. If a person is doing that and they're visualizing and they get stuck and somehow they cannot get past, say, the heart chakra and they just can't get that visual up past it, this may be the chakra you need to work on right now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I remember teaching I a class years ago, and a woman had brought a friend to the class, and the friend knew nothing about chakras. She was practically laughing at the word and couldn't believe she was there. It was kind of funny. And it was a private class I was teaching at someone's home. And the woman, she did really well, but she raised her hand and she said she was doing well until she got, I think it was, to the... It probably was the fourth shot. I think it was the heart. And she said, I couldn't get past her, and I didn't know why. So then I asked her, what's going on? And I, I forget her response, but it was something like if it was the heart chakra, she was like, I'm getting a divorce. And I was like, now look at that. You could match it perfectly, and she knew nothing. So she went in with no preconceived notion, and she found it naturally. So this isn't just for the healers, the mediums, the psychics, you know, the seers of our time, right, Tina? This is really for everybody to benefit us all. No, I agree. And, you know, it's so interesting because you just brought up something, and I see so many people during the week. So last week I just had someone who I saw her the night before she was going into surgery, and we were talking about the chakras, and she said that she runs her chakras and she clears the chakras daily and she does this meditation and she says, every time, it's so funny you're saying this because I feel like there's a matching picture, right? Every time she gets to the heart, she can't get it past her heart. So she's moving from the base up, and she gets to the heart, and it's just stuck. And then she tries to, you know, move through. And before she even said that, and I, and I worked on her first, and then we spoke a little after and prepared her for the surgery the next day. Um, it, and I did notice that. So I did a lot of extra clearing in the heart. Now, she wasn't sure 
she was at the, she was the person saying, I'm not sure why. Like, she's like, yes, I have a lot of loss and I have a lot of betrayal. And so, but she was a little confused because it wasn't at that moment. And I think everybody gets confused. It's like, well, I'm not feeling this now. So why is it blocked? You know? And I'm like, that's okay because it could be, I mean, I hate, let's, let's face it. It could be childhood. It could be past life. So sometimes it's an undercurrent and um, it's also, it makes me laugh because sometimes and I know you get this a lot. I'll say, Oh, your grandmother, so-and-so. And they're like, well, I wasn't close with her. I'm like, that yeah, doesn't matter. So it's, the same, <laughs> it's the same thing as the chakra because, you know, just because the chakra is, you're not going through this situation at the moment. It's a hidden layer. It's a hidden layer. And once you open up the whole etheric body, it's there. So it's just like, even though you're like, well, I'm not going through this at the moment. Well, it's still underneath. It's the layer. So, Sometimes we know very well what it is, like a divorce or something immediate, but sometimes we don't. I absolutely, and here I've been doing reading since 93, and I've been a medium just under 10 years. I was stunned that I had thyroid cancer. I was stunned because I thought if any part of my body would not be affected by a chakra, it would be my throat. I could have put it somewhere else, but I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to have a problem there, and Lo and behold, there it was. And it really, you're right, it, it's a little overwhelming to people, but here I consider myself rather verbose and outspoken. I don't tend to shy away from argument. You know, it's, it's just not what I am. But you know what? In reflection, there was an awful lot going back to childhood. Not that it was traumatic, but, you know, where I was painfully shy. And other things that had occurred throughout my life that I see now, and I don't, I don't quite know if I've completely fixed it yet, but I certainly thyroid cancer will make mm-hmm. you say, okay, let's fix that up and <laughs> let's get that better. So, if, you know, it can happen to anybody, really. So we have about four minutes left. Is there anything substantial you'd like to leave people with so they're like the, the takeaways of the importance to the chakras? I'm thinking one thing I just want to touch upon is that there are certain crystals that also match the chakras and wearing them or placing them on you after you've cleansed them can be very helpful. I won't go into that or elaborate, but that is something I just thought of. How about you, Tina? The other part that I was going to say you just is the crystals and also there's essential oil therapy. So you can use mm. the crystals as well as essential oil therapy, such as I'll give you an example, the root chakra, uh, one of the great essential oils to use is patchouli. The patchouli, if you ever smell patchouli, it's grounding, it's earthy. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if second chakra is your sexual expression, so that would be ylang ylang. Uh, third chakra, and these you can, there are other oils. These are just my top oils that I work with. Uh, neroli, heart, chamomile. Fifth chakra, interestingly enough, is peppermint, right? Hmm. Um, and then you have the sixth chakra, sandalwood, and the seventh chakra, which is one of my favorites, frankincense. So there are so many ways that we can work with the chakras. The one thing I do want to say as a quick takeaway is sometimes people get very defensive because they'll say, well, if I have this problem and my chakra is blocked, then I did this to myself. And, and I want to discount that because we, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there are healers out there and, you know, they might say, oh, well, I noticed this and that's why you have such and such cancer. Or that's why you have this because of that. Now there is, like we spoke about, like how shocked you were to see that this happened. And I've had things, health issues happen in my life. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. 
But the point is, it's not, it, we should not take fault of that. We should not judge ourselves. We should not blame ourselves. And you shouldn't allow anyone else to blame or judge you. It is in helping and in working and enhancing and in healing. It is not to say, you got this cancer because you didn't fix this. So I want to kind of discount that because I see that a lot too. People feel like they'll go to someone and someone's kind of prophesizing saying, well, you wouldn't have breast cancer if you fix all this stuff. Well, that's, right. you know, that's a, that's a load of, you know, what, so that's a, gr- that's a good that point. A way. Yeah. Thanks. You know? That's good for me. And um, that certainly is helpful to other people because we do, we, we even, you know, we take things upon ourselves we get, we guilt ourselves into just about everything. Um, I right. want to say a couple things to some just to end here. A, thank you for getting this together with me and joining me on this Chakra podcast and hopefully some future podcasts. And if you'd like, if you'd like to reach Tina, you can reach her at tinaconroy.com. She's also on Facebook, The Intuitive Woman. Um, I can be found at carlablaha.com. My Facebook is Carla Blaha Evidential Medium. I have a book on Amazon, Get Your Vibe Back. Um, And we are very accessible. Both Tina and I are in the New York metropolitan area, although we're not extremely close to one another physically in our proximity. We still are both in the New York metropolitan area and are there to help other people. So, Tina, thank you so much for joining me today and getting this all together. I know you have a very busy schedule. Well, thank you, Carla. It's been absolutely a pleasure. And thank you to all your listeners and all that you do as well. Thank you so much. And we will talk soon, and maybe we will brainstorm on another podcast. That sounds great. Have a great day. Namaste. Thank thank you, Tina. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was Tina Conroy. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that was helpful, listeners. And join us on our next podcast with new guests and new things. And don't forget, get your vibe back. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.